If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I challenge people sometimes there's even something you can do right now as you're listening to this podcast to even just like close your eyes. You kind of have to just like we're talking about rebuilding the confidence muscle, rebuilding the muscle of listening to your body because we're so disconnected. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. We all know that we need to take care of ourselves to be the best person, spouse, parent, and business owner. This also includes taking care of our mental health and our physical health. In fact, one might even say that we need to be well to the core. My guest today is Robin Long, the founder and CEO of Lindy Well, which is a global online community that provides Pilates workouts, breath work, and wellness support for busy women all over the world. She's on a mission to help others reframe the way that they look at fitness, health, and their bodies in order to get better results with less guilt, shame, and overwhelm in order to help you get well to the core. She's a certified Pilates instructor and has 11 plus years of teaching, writing, and guiding women on their health and wellness journeys. Robin believes in a guilt-free, balanced approach to health and fitness and is a proponent of not just physical health, but also mental health for all of us and the future generation. This conversation is so powerful. I love all the different directions we go. We talk about what health looks like as entrepreneurs, how to actually stay consistent, how to be better leaders, whether it's with our family or this next generation. And we talk about body image and how it impacts how we show up in every area of our life. It's actually kind of funny, but when I think about Pilates, I have been doing Pilates for decades. As a collegiate diver, we would literally put in VHS tapes of Windsor Pilates and do Pilates on the side of the pool to work on strengthening our core. Robin's new book is called Well to the Core. It is out now wherever books are sold. I can't wait for you to hear more about it. So without further ado, let's welcome Robin to the Gold Digger podcast. 
What if you could find, track, and close deals all in one place? And what if your schedule and your goals, your to-do list and emails were organized in one tab instead of dozens? What if connecting with customers didn't leave you with so many what ifs? And what if I stopped talking in questions and just told you about HubSpot Sales Hub? Meet the new powerful and easy to use sales software designed to help sales teams prospect smarter, grow revenue faster, and mine deeper customer insights all on one connected platform. With HubSpot Sales Hubs, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform that's actually a joy to use. It's smart software for smart sales teams who want to close the year strong. Visit HubSpot.com slash sales to learn more. That's hubspot.com slash sales. Big thanks to This Is Small Business for sponsoring this show. This Is Small Business is an original podcast from Amazon all about how to start and grow your small business. Listen now on your favorite podcast app. All right, Robin, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So I would love to know a little bit about your journey. You have been championing women's health for close to 10 years, a decade, which is a really big deal. So what made you get into this? Like, why is this so important to you? Yeah, it's been like over a decade that I've been doing this. But when I look back on my journey, it started from a young age, not from the perspective of wanting to help people with their health, not from the perspective of necessarily being great about my own health, but actually in my struggles with my body image. So when I look back, I can actually pinpoint a moment when I was a kid of when I started hating my body, like when I started recognizing my thighs were too big or, you know, for me, that's what it was. We all have these different Mm. body parts that we may zero in on. And I struggled with that body image for years. So all through elementary school, all through high school, all through college. And I was constantly obsessed with health though. Like I was always wanting to work out more. I was always wanting to eat less. Really. That was it. Work out more, eat less, try to fix and change my body. And I was doing that in the name of quote unquote health, right? I thought I was trying to take care of my health, but really what I was trying to do was change my body. I was trying to figure out how to like my body trying to reach some kind of ideal that I always had for my body. And I never actually was getting healthier, right? So it was years of kind of starting exercise plans only to not be able to stick with them for very long. Starting diets. I did all the diets. I did Atkins. I did zone diets. I did all, you could name all of them. I did weight loss pills. I did so many things in the name of trying to get thin, and get quote unquote healthy. I say healthy because we'll dive into, I'm sure in our conversation, what I've learned over the years. But what I found was just none of that was working. Not only was it not working, like I wasn't getting the results I was after, I was miserable. And I found a place in my life where I was just like kind of at rock bottom. And I was like, this is not an enjoyable way to live. I am obsessed with how I look. I'm obsessed with food. I am obsessed. Like I'm thinking about it. It's interfering with how I show up in my life. It's interfering with how I get dressed to go to weddings or events or different things. And so for me, a big shift actually came when I found Pilates because I'm a Pilates instructor now. And Pilates for me created an entirely new relationship with my body where I no longer was working against my body. Like it was my enemy. I was trying to change it. 
And all of a sudden, like a new shift happened and I can share more about how that, why I think that was this mind body connection. But all of a sudden I started realizing, oh, I can exercise in a way that actually leaves me feeling better leaves me feeling stronger. It's not actually in an effort to change myself. It's in an effort to care for myself. And that just changed everything for me. And as a result, you know, 10 years later, working with clients, training one-on-one clients, working in group settings, and now in an online setting, realizing that for so many people, body image and how we think about our body and how we think about health is a big deal And when we can actually address that, we can turn a whole new switch on in our health and wellness journey, right? We can start on a whole new path of what it looks like to actually be healthy and actually become well. So Mm -hmm. now that's what I do and what I'm really passionate about. And I'm still living it out in my own life, right? Like I still have my own challenges on my health and wellness journey, but I'm so passionate about helping people change the narrative and change the way they think about health that that's what I do now. And I, I just love it. And I do it every single day. That's so cool. I love that. And I feel like it's so important. Like this is a business podcast, but I think that body image plays a huge role in female entrepreneurship and how it feels to show up and do big, scary things and put yourself out there. And it's so wild because I have been talking about body image for over a decade as well, because I have just always recognized that the way that we feel about ourselves and what we believe to be true for ourselves and our bodies impacts every facet of our lives. And nobody talks about that, right? And it's crazy because you think about as an entrepreneur or someone who's like, I want a different life or I want big things. There's a line in my book that says like the way you show up for battle is directly linked to the warrior you believe you are. And I feel like that is exactly what we're ignoring when we don't link together this whole like mind, body, soul, spirit connection, because you could have the most brilliant mind on the planet, but if you don't believe your body is good, or you don't believe your body is worthy, or you don't believe your body is worth being seen, then you're not going to show up the way that you could. What do you think most driven and ambitious women are getting wrong about body image? Mm, That is such a good question. I agree with you on the fact that I think how we feel about ourselves impacts everything, how we show up, our willingness to show up, our willingness to try new things, to put ourselves out there, put ourselves on camera, right? Some of these things. And I want to make sure that there's a big distinction that it doesn't matter how I'm not, we're not talking about how you look, right? We're not talking about you need to be in the best shape of your life in order to put yourself out there, or you need to be lose that weight that you've been finally wanting to lose in order to have that self-confidence. What we're talking about is body image, which is regardless of your size, your shape, the number on your scale, how you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself and how you treat yourself, right? Is how it's going to affect how you show up. So I think one of the biggest things that powerful driven female entrepreneurs do is I think they are so hard on themselves in this area. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is actually like this disconnect because usually when you're driven, you have high expectations of yourself, right? So what can happen is if your body image or how you feel about your body doesn't align with how you think it should, right? Because you are, you're an A, you, you always want to get A's on the test. You you want to hit that next number. You want to get that next speaking gig. 
And we can apply that same thing to our body, right? Like, oh, I'm not hitting that goal weight or, oh, I'm not doing as many workouts as I can. Or we can compare ourselves to other people on the internet, right? Like, look at her working out all the time. And I'm, I'm here laying in bed, skipping my workouts and scrolling Instagram or whatever it might be. And then we just get into this negative thought pattern around our body. That's just like Mm -hmm. this that we get stuck in, right. Of I'm not enough. I'm not doing good enough. I should be better in this area. And what, what I'm really passionate about when, when people talk about like, what's your mission, it's actually not necessarily to get people to love themselves, although that is great. It's actually to free up the headspace, mm-hmm. like that yeah. wasted energy yes. and space that women particularly can spend hating their body, thinking about their body. So we can use that headspace to go like do amazing things. Like let's free that up and use that to go write books, change the world, go speak, go live life. Like that's my favorite thing. When I see clients who are like, I finally went and did this thing. And I just freed up that whole headspace that was keeping me back. So for me, it's kind of twofold. One, we can be really hard on ourselves, really critical. And two, it takes up an inordinate amount of headspace that could be used for something better. Yes. Let's talk about this a little deeper because I love this. And I have recently been just unpacking a lot of my own limiting beliefs and things that I have thought for too long. And, and one of those was that I had to put everything into my business first and like everything else could wait. Right. I almost had this narrative that like my business can be successful, but like, I can't have both. I can't have like health vitality and a booming business. And it was interesting. I was recently on a call with a bunch of really powerful, like CEOs who are also moms and they were asking me like about my own health journey. And I said, one thing that is absolutely different now that never was true before is that it used to be that the minute that I had a free second to like start work, I would just crack my computer open and get going. And now I start my day with that movement or meditation or something to fill me up. And that confidence that comes from following through on something like that, not anything about like the health benefit, but just the confidence of like, I'm showing up for myself. Now I'm ready to show up for my business has transformed my productivity. It's transformed my efficiency. It's transformed my confidence. It's transformed my self-belief. Let's talk about some of the benefits in moving your body or in self-care or whatever that is that have nothing to do with what you look like and everything to do with like how you show up. Yes. Well, first I love that connection you made that confidence muscle, because I talk about this quite a bit. I talk about it in my new book because this is another really overlooked piece of the health and wellness journey. So, so many of us have lost our confidence in our ability to show up for ourselves. That's what you said, right? So we, there's actually research to back this up. So there's a study that showed every time you start a diet or a fitness program, you're less likely to actually follow through. So like the first time you may start and you're like, you make it five weeks, right? And you're like, oh, and then you kind of go back to your old habits. Then you're like, I'm going to start again. And then the next time you'll probably make it three weeks. And then you're like, ah, and the next time, maybe one week. Right. And the reason for that is, is we have lost confidence in our ability to actually follow through, right? Because we have evidence from the past of, I wasn't able to stick with this the last time. So what are the chances I'm going to do it this time? Even if it's on a subconscious level. So 
I'm huge proponent of figuring out how to help people rebuild that confidence muscle. Mm, and that's yeah. why we even talk about, I talk about 10 minute workouts, like the power of 10 minutes. Yep. And people will say to me all the time, I've been, again, I've been doing this for decades. So you can imagine how many messages I've gotten, like do 10 minute workouts really work? Like, I think you're lying, but that's because they're basically wondering like, are 10 minute workouts going to make me lose weight? Yeah. Right? That's what yes. I really, yeah. but what I am saying is 10 minute workouts, this shift. So even, you know, someone listening right now, Jenna, you've gotten this habit back into your life. Yep. If someone could start with just 10 minutes and that's what I did for, I have four kids. I had four kids, five and under for a period of time. Okay. Craziness. My goal was 10 minutes a day. Yep. That's it. And I literally will set a timer on my phone for 10 minutes and I'll move and I'll do Pilates and I'll breathe. And, but that's it for the exact reason of what you're talking about is what it does for your confidence in your ability to say, I'm showing up for myself. Yeah. I am giving myself even just 10 minutes of my day for my health and well being, And what that does for your belief in yourself, your respect for yourself cannot be understated. So that's, I love that you brought that up. And then we also know that even just taking that time, you're going to be far more productive in your day. So we often think like, cause I'm the same as you. I'm so tempted to just, as soon as the kids go to school, open yeah. the laptop, use every minute that I possibly can, but you're actually going to be more productive. You're going to think more clearly. We have all the research to back this up. You're going to be more focused. If you yeah. took that little bit of time before your work day to whatever it might be, go for a walk, do Pilates, do yoga, meditate. Like it can look a lot of different ways. And so when we can start to shift and say, how is this going to help me show up differently in my day? Like there's a huge ripple effect that happens throughout the rest of the day. So you might feel a little bit more confident in yourself, as you said, then you feel like a little more energetic. You actually have more blood flowing through your body, right? You have better circulation. This helps you think better. Then you're like, oh, okay. It's lunchtime. I actually might want to make a something more nourishing than my quick grab run through thing that I usually do. Right. And then you're like, ah, oh, that felt so good this morning. Maybe I'll just go for another 10 minute walk to boost my afternoon session. And so there's this really natural, beautiful ripple effect that can happen that again, you haven't heard me mention anything about like burning calories or, mm -hmm. you know, anything that's related to strictly being weight loss oriented. So I love that you found that new shift in your life and that you're seeing it work. Yeah. One thing I would love to hear your take on is I was actually talking to my husband about this last night. Cause I was like, man, like last week I was like out there crushing it. I wanted to be running and lifting weights and all these things. And then this week I'm feeling a lot more gentle and I've been really paying attention to my cycle and even just like the hormone shifts. And so I was like, I didn't feel like working out at all today, but I just did a 20 minute workout that was really gentle. And I think it's really fascinating for so many women. We get so like structured or siloed of like, if I don't run this many miles or if I don't do this every single day that we stop listening to our bodies and like what would serve them best. Talk to me a little bit about that. Cause I think there are probably women listening to this who are like, okay, I'm inspired. I'm going to get out there every single day. I'm going to do this thing. And it's like, we're on like these crazy 28, 30, 33 day cycles. If you're someone who menstruates, like, your body needs and wants different things at different times of the month. How do we get in tune with what our body needs and like know the difference between pushing ourselves too hard or like resisting like what we actually need? Yes, I love this topic and you're absolutely right. We have our cycle that changes the way we feel actually changes our energy levels. We also have other things like a 
stressful work week, right? A tight deadline you're on, not good sleep. Maybe a kid who's not sleeping through the night, a sick child, or maybe you've been traveling. And so I have, I kind of focus on 10 core components of wellness. And my goal for this is that when most people think about getting healthy, they think about exercise and food, right? They think I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to eat less. And I just got to get those two things dialed in and then I'll be healthy. And what I'm trying to do is zoom out and say, gosh, there is so much more to the picture to what it means to be healthy. And that's what I want. I think that's actually really freeing and encouraging to think about like, oh yeah. Okay. Movement. That's one important part of my health. So is how I nourish my body, but so is one of the chapters. One of the, the key components is listening. Mm -hmm. So is how I listen to my body. And we have been trained for years to override what our body is telling us Mm -hmm. in so many ways, right? Mm -hmm. So the pervasive messaging in the fitness industry has always been no pain, no gain, right? Like, you know, there's so many, you could list them all, like just basically ignore how you're feeling, but get this workout done at all costs. Yes. This is unhealthy. (laughs) So there's a time to push yourself hard. And we all know that. And I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit to know that we can actually understand when those times are to push hard and when our body might be telling us something else. We've just lost the ability to like tune in and listen. Mm -hmm. So I challenge people sometimes there's even something you can do right now as you're listening to this podcast to even just like close your eyes. You kind of have to, just like we're talking about rebuilding the confidence muscle, rebuilding the muscle of listening to your body because we're so disconnected. Yeah. So even just closing your eyes, maybe right now or after you listen to this episode, And asking yourself the simple question, like to your body, like, what do I need right now? Yeah. And you might be surprised. You might be like, I have no idea. And that right there is some information, right? Because it might be like, okay, you can spend a little time journaling about what it is that your body might need. You might realize like, I have to go to the bathroom (laughs) and I'm sitting here and I've been holding it for 30 minutes while I try to finish this email or this blog post. And it's like, go to the bathroom, like take that pause. It might be that you're hungry or you're thirsty, or you need to lay down and take like a 10 minute rest, you know, or you might need to get up and move. And so I think finding little ways to rebuild the muscle and then really the neural connections and like, it goes even deeper than that of how to listen to your body is hugely important and we have to honor it. And so there's listening to it. And then there's actually honoring it and doing something about it. Because so many times you might think, gosh, I don't feel like I'm up for a workout today, but you push yourself through it when really the best thing would have been to get an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. When we're widening that view of health and wellness, sleep is just as important as exercise and food. And sometimes we forget that, right? So it might be that. And then there are times I encourage our community all the time because I get this question. We do have to think about, okay, when is it like, yeah, I'm just unmotivated and I just don't feel like it versus no, I actually need rest. Yeah, And that can be a tricky one to find sometimes. But I have found that if you journal about it, you ask yourself those questions, you can usually get to the root of, no, this is the time when I really don't feel like it, but I need to get up and go and I'll feel better when I get there and when I get started versus I need to actually honor my body, skip my workout today and rest. Do you like fast-paced and packed with value stories of successful entrepreneurs from failures to aha moments to what's working for them today? 
If so, you will love Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by my friend, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. Their recent episodes about starting an RV rental business, the future of real estate, and how to cultivate a mindset of resilience have all got my wheels turning on how to generate more revenue and fulfillment. Listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. One of the toughest parts about starting and growing your own business is figuring out how much you should charge. Like, what is your product actually worth and what do you need to charge in order to make a profit? There's a recent episode of this great podcast called This Is Small Business that talks all about this. You'll learn how to figure out what customers are willing to pay and when you should start thinking about raising your prices. It's called How to Find Your Ideal Price Point and you can go listen to it right now. This is Small Business answers so many of these kinds of questions, questions that all entrepreneurs have. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business, looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you are ready to grow. This show covers it all, like how to find your ideal customer, how to know when you're ready to launch your product, how to hire your first employee, why you should protect your intellectual property, and tons more. Learn more about how to start and grow your small business. Check out This Is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon on your favorite podcast app. Yes, I love that. I always tell myself, I'm like, if you do just 10 minutes, you can stop. If it's not feeling good or if you're not enjoying it or it's not working. And it's funny because I feel like once you get moving, then you're Mm -hmm. like, I got this. This is great. I need to do more. And so I'm like, anyone can commit to 10 minutes and just checking in whatever that looks like. And a lot of times too, it's like, how can you habit stack or make it enjoyable in a way? I feel like that has been something I've been focused on this year is like strength and Mm -hmm. enjoyment. And I feel like, especially after being postpartum, things just didn't feel great anymore. Like running, heck no, that didn't feel good on my body. And so it was like, what are things that I can test out and try to bring more joy into it? Or how can I do it in a way where I'm just not even paying attention to it? Like walking on the treadmill and doing emails or voice memoing a friend while I'm walking or things like that. So that it's not necessarily taking up all of my energy or making me think about how much I don't want to do it. So good. And I think that's one of the reasons I talk about movement yeah. more than even a particular exercise. And I'm a Pilates yes. instructor. And I have a Pilates app and I'm like, I love Pilates, but it's just one option of movement. Right. And so, like you said, you can have a wide variety of options. So you might be like one day strength training is what I'm feeling. The the next day I might be like, you know what, I'm going to go for something a little more gentle, but to your point, movement is the goal. And so even on those days when you're feeling like really unmotivated or lethargic or whatever it might be. Like some of the things you shared there is actually just more movement. Like how can we just move? You know, it doesn't have to be an hour in the gym. You don't have to always gear up for that long sweat, you know, and drive 20 minutes to the gym, that whole thing. Sometimes it's just get outside, call a friend, like you said, box a friend, listen to a podcast and you're doing something really good for your body and you'll feel so much better as a result. Yeah. What would you say are some tools or keys to finding consistency? Because I think that as you've mentioned, like a lot of people get excited, they start something, they fall off the bandwagon, then they start to doubt themselves, then they start to berate themselves, then it just becomes this like vicious cesspool of all these thoughts of why we can't do it. And I do feel like 
Consistency and confidence are directly linked, but unlocking your ability to be consistent, especially if you failed in the past, can be a really tricky thing. It's like, why even bother? Why even try? Do you have any tips or tools to help bring in more consistency in our lives? Absolutely. And it's the, I think it's the biggest struggle. Yeah. And it's the thing I probably hear the most that they're either struggling with, but it's also the thing I hear the most from our community that I've never been this consistent in, in my life. Yeah. And I love that because that really is the goal, right? Yep. It's much more effective for long-term health and well-being to be consistent over time than to go intense for a short amount of time. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'll often say like consistency is greater than intensity. Yeah think long-term here, right? We have our entire lives to care for our body. And I think that's even the first shift to make. Like it's not a six week plan. It's not a four week fat loss blast. (laughs) You know, it is literally our entire life and you're never done. So when we make that shift, that can feel like, Oh, come on. I wanted to be done in two months. I wanted to do that eight week program and then be done. Well, those sell a lot of programs and they're great, but we have to have a long-term plan because as long as we have our bodies, we've got to care for it and we get to care for it. Right. So that's also a shift. So even just making that initial shift in the beginning that, you know what, I'm going to do this differently this time. And I'm going to do it in a way that I feel like I could realistically sustain this Mm -hmm. for a long period of time. And you have to be honest with yourself. People will come to me all the time with a question. And I just kind of put that question back to them and say, could you see yourself doing this forever? You know, and they're like, well, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's at least have a plan. Even if you want to do that, then let's make sure we have a plan on the end, you know, for like, okay, after you do that initial program, but bringing it back to the basics, building that confidence muscle is the first and most important step. So finding something you enjoy, right? Because again, you said you've been rediscovering enjoyment again. I used to dread working out. I dreaded the gym. I hated it. Like, because I was going and doing the elliptical. I Mm -hmm. hate the elliptical to this day. You will not see me on an elliptical (laughs) because of my years of just like checking the box. Right. I was like 45 minutes on the elliptical today. No, I, now I'm like doing anything other than that. So first finding something you can enjoy and then starting with that 10 minute mentality, literally don't do any, even any more than that until you can build that confidence muscle and say, okay, I'm doing a 10 minute walk every day. I'm doing 10 minutes of Pilates every day, because that is going to also help rewire your brain in the sense that no matter how busy you are, right. You have so much on your to-do list. You've got kids, you've got to run around. You've got, you can always do 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. right? Even if you're in your PJs, right before you go to bed and you're like, I didn't do it today. I can do 10 minutes. You can get down Mm -hmm. on your floor and you do 10 minutes of Pilates. So I talk about that all the time. So start with that, find something you enjoy, recognize that that old narrative you've been believing of whatever it might be for you. I have to do an hour has to be hard and sweaty. Yeah. has to be at the gym. That may not be true for long-term health. So you kind of have to shift that narrative and then you have to release the all or nothing mentality, right? So That's that. Again, I have a plan. And if I don't stick to it perfectly, then I fell off the wagon and I'm done. And then we go a few weeks, a few months before we kind of pick back up. Right. Everyone's been there. Right. We've all had that pattern. So when you can release that on us mentality, and one of the ways I teach this is the phrase grace over guilt. So 
guilt is the trap that so many of us get stuck in guilt and shame. When we try to start a new routine and we can't follow through with it, life happens and we skip workouts. I skip workouts all the time, right? We all do. The most important thing is how we respond when that happens. And so if you catch yourself in that moment and you can say, you know what, I'm going to choose grace, give myself grace. I'm a human. Instead of getting stuck in the guilt and shame cycle, it shifts everything because then you can say, okay, I'm going to just start again tomorrow and I'm just going to keep going. But so many, we have to catch ourselves in that moment before we get stuck in that identity of I'm here again. I can never stick to anything. Nothing's ever going to work for me. And then that, and then you could even go even further there, right? And say like, what is that conversation you're having with yourself about who you think you are yeah. in that moment? It's like, actually, you're just a human yeah. who had a day yeah. and you're still someone who cares for your health and you can start again tomorrow. And so even that phrase right there can help you to shift and rewire what's happening in your brain. Yeah. I often think about like what you just said is like, that's something we would tell our children, right? If they were like berating themselves or beating themselves up about like not doing something like, Hey, you're just a human, like give yourself a break. Speaking of children, I feel like our generation, I was just having this conversation with two of my best friends is like our generation is so much more aware around certain narratives that we adopted at early ages around things like diet culture and exercise and things that we maybe witnessed other generations doing before us. And they were doing the best they could with the information they had. But I do feel like there is this level of awareness in our generation of parenting of like, what do I want my children to believe about their bodies? How do I want them to feel about their bodies? How do I want them to approach food? What does this look like? And I know even with my girlfriends, we are having tons of conversations around this and like just the narratives that we are giving our children. And it was so interesting because we were talking about this and talking about this and what we wanted for our daughters. And then all of a sudden I was like, but are we claiming that for ourselves? Right? Like, we want you to have food freedom and we want you to, you know, understand how food impacts your body. And I'm like, but are we doing that? Talk to me a little bit about that. Cause I know that's something really important to you. You have some daughters as well. It's like thinking through like, how are we mothering ourselves while we're also mothering this next generation? Because I think a lot of body image things and health things have been passed down to us from well-meaning people, but those are the reasons why we have some of the narratives that we do. Yeah. So true. And yeah, you can trace back, you know, what the women around us were doing as we were growing up and the diet culture boom that was happening at that time and how that naturally, you know, fed into us from a young age of what we saw and what we believed. And now we're trying to redo that, which I love. I love how that shift has happened. And yeah, as a mom of kids, I mean, particularly daughters, but I have two boys also, and they're watching as well. And I think you called out the most important thing is that we can say all we want for them, but they are watching us first and foremost. And uh, my oldest just turned 10 and it is like, I'm entering a whole new world. She's a tween and she loves to get dressed and she loves to do her hair and she, but she is mimicking me in so many ways. And this is, she's a very independent girl who usually is like, she doesn't really want to be like me. She's like, uh, you know, she's got her own plan for her. She's never been that type. That's like, uh, I want to be like mommy. And that's fine. But lately I'm just noticing the little things that she's adopting that is coming from me. Right. So I think what you nailed is the most important thing is 
it's first and foremost, how we're treating ourselves. Yeah. How we talk about ourselves. Right. So that's an obvious one that, you know, how you look at yourself in the mirror. I'm watching her look at herself in the mirror, you know, and then I'm watching myself look at myself in the mirror. It's like basically a reflection all around. Yeah. And we know, I feel like it's becoming more common to say, you know, like, don't berate yourself in front of your kids, right? Don't say, oh, I feel so fat today. Oh, I hate my legs, whatever it might be. Definitely don't do that. So if you're hearing that, like in grace for yourself, if you have, right, we're humans, but start to be aware because they're listening, but also even just noticing our body language mm-hmm. when we look at ourselves. Sometimes it's the subtleties of how we are, you know, expressing how we feel about ourselves that they're also picking up on. So we have to do the work in ourselves first. And then when it comes to even food, there's, you can make comments, right? There could be comments around that, that you're making that you might not think too much about, but then they're taking it in. It could also be other actions, you know, that it's like skipping different things and not actually showing food freedom, right? Not showing like, I make sure I I can't have dairy products. So I just get a really bad stomach ache, but I make sure to try to express when we go out to ice cream with my kids that like, this is just because mommy is going to get a tummy ache. So I'll try to find, you know, my treat that is dairy free, but it's not, mommy's just not having ice cream because she's watching her calories, you know? So modeling that is the most important thing. And also knowing that they're watching no matter what. So I've actually did a podcast that was really good with a pediatric nutritionist. Yeah. She talked a lot about neutrality around food. Yes. And just even kind of serving up balanced meals. And there's so much we could go into there, but of not calling foods good and bad and just being really mindful of how we present that to our kids. And I also want to talk about, there's that there's modeling movement. There's also Mm -hmm. mental health of our kids. And that's another thing, right? Like that, even when we are showing up, yes, we know we want to show how to eat. Well, we want to show how to move well and be strong and take care of ourselves even I'm sure you talk about this, but working out to get strong, right? Showing our kids that I want to be able to run and jump and I want to be able to hike with you and bike with you. And that's why I'm working out today. But also, Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Also, even in helping kids regulate their nervous system Mm -hmm. and consider their breath. My daughter has had some significant anxiety in the last year. So recognizing that how I am learning in my life to regulate my nervous system, to care for my mental health, to use my breathing exercises the tools that I'm showing there, she's also learning and picking up from a much younger age, which is beautiful. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's again, just widening that view of health, even for our kids. Yeah. Movement, food, body image, but also breathing and sleeping and just kind of helping our kids get out of what we were raised in, which is count your calories and work out longer and harder. Right. Yeah. I know. It's so crazy. There was a meme going around. That was just something about like, your daughter is going to be told that she looks just like you. So what you say about yourself is going to become her narrative. And I remember getting my hair cut and I was talking to the hairdresser and the hairdresser next to me. And she had said, she's like my entire life. I just heard my mom pick apart everything about herself. And then everyone would always say to me, you look just like your mother. And she's like, I have so much like hurt around that because my mom didn't like how she looked. So how could I like how I looked? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. And it's like, I think that if anything, like what I've learned on my own health journey is like the only reason why I've been consistent this time is that I like anchored it to a why so much deeper than the scale, so much deeper than the size on my clothes. Like I wanted to just have energy to do the things I want to do in my life, whether it's chasing my kids or last night 
Coco, who's four and a half, asked to go in the ergo, and I had to climb a hill with her in this ergo. And I was like, I couldn't have done this. Like, I couldn't have have a strong core to do that. Right. And so it was just, it's just fascinating because I think so many of us would say, like, I would die for my kids. But I think it's like, will you live for your kids? Like, will you show them what being alive looks like? And there's so many studies coming out too about like, a child's fitness level is directly linked to a mother's fitness level and what they see you doing. And Mm -hmm. one thing Drew and I have been talking about is a lot of times when we exercise, it's like our alone time, you know, but I was like, we also need to do it like in front of the kids and like, let them see and be a part of it and join in so that it's not just like this private thing that happens, which is great. Right. Because a kid free workout sounds amazing, but it's also fun when they're climbing on your back and, and doing other things as well. So I just, I think that what I love what you teach in terms of like, this is like a full scope life thing. It's Mm -hmm. not just one aspect of your life. It impacts every aspect of your life from your business to your family, to your energy. But it also is like encapsulating, like if you want to live like a vibrant, healthy life, there are so many ways that you can do that. And maybe focusing just on sleep first is a way that you start moving towards health. You know, pick something that is approachable and exciting to you that you can commit to and then expand. Because again, as your confidence grows, your consistency will come from that. And I just, I love that. Absolutely. There's a ripple effect like that Mm -hmm. happens. Absolutely. When you take one area, and I think that's the biggest mistake I see people make is trying to overhaul everything all at once. You know, because we're like, oh, everything's a mess. I'm not sleeping good. I'm not eating well. I'm not. And we just want to fix everything. That feels insurmountable. And there's, you know, if you've done any, read any of the research on habits or how to build habits that stick, it's breaking it down into the smallest thing that you can then build upon. And so I think that you just called out a really important aspect of just what is your one area? Like what is one thing you can do and start with that? And don't forget to shift the mindset as well. Right. So don't forget to start calling out some of those old narratives because they will come up over and over, whether it's a belief about yourself, like I can never stick to anything or I don't have time for this because I'm running a successful business or there's so many things that could come up, but bring those along with you and consider that a part of the approach. Because if we try to operate with the same beliefs that we've been living in for so long, we'll continue to get stuck. So I think that's an important thing to consider is how you think about yourself, how you talk to yourself really matters. Yeah. There was this research that I was doing because I was really digging into mindset around just health because it's something I've struggled with for so long. And there's this research around your identity and what you believe to be true about yourself. So they were saying participants that believed like, I am a, and I hate this word, but I'm just going to say it. I am a fat person who was once skinny versus Mm -hmm. being, I was a skinny person who is now fat. Even just those labels that you put on yourself change the way that you follow through. So you could say, I am a healthy person who has slipped into unhealthy ways instead of believing at my core, I am an unhealthy person who desires to become healthy. And so it's so interesting in terms of like the labels and the identity pieces that we give ourselves, it deeply impacts how we follow through and what we believe to be true about ourselves. And I know for me, 
I have often now shifted and just asked myself, what would the healthiest version of me choose? And I remember the first time I did it, it was on an airplane because for some reason I never drink soda. And I think the first time I ever flew on an airplane, I got soda. And so now my body like links that. And I remember sitting on the plane and I was like thinking about a diet Coke. And then I was like, what would the healthiest version of me choose? Water. And it's like interesting how even just that identity piece of what you believe about yourself and where you've been and where you want to go totally transforms how you show up for yourself and what you do with it. Yes. That is so real. Like it is so real. And I think even asking yourself, you know, how do I want to feel like that's an extension even of that? What would the healthiest version of myself do? That's something I come back to time and time again, when I don't feel like working out, when I'm, you know, not sure about what food choice I feel like making, if I want to go to sleep or not, you know, all of these different things. Like, how do I want to feel? I want to feel rested. I want to feel energetic. I want to feel focused, especially again, bringing it back to entrepreneurs and business owners, like focusing on these things that can help you then make that choice. That may not be the most natural habitual choice, but it can help you to make that different new choice, like choosing the water or going to bed a little bit earlier. And I think as business owners, we are our number one asset. Like I remember yes. someone said that yes. to me one time. Yep. Someone said, protect the asset, right? Yes. That just, for whatever reason, at that point in my life, that just hit me really hard was like, if we can really actually understand that if we aren't well, and I had a health kind of scare couple of years ago where I was basically burnout, which could be a whole nother podcast episode that I should have brought up when we talked about female entrepreneurs, but essentially my hormones are shot. Mm-hmm. I'm in, you know, what they, what's not the technical term, but adrenal fatigue, mm-hmm. as people call it, I was having, cortisol all- was high. Yeah. My cortisol <laughs> actually was gone. Right. Yeah. And because it had been so high that it was like undetectable, just burnout. And that's a result of not listening to your body. Right. That's a result of also just stress that I couldn't avoid that just happened in life. But again, for me during that time, the healthiest thing wasn't to push myself really hard in my workouts. Actually, the healthiest thing for me was to slow down, protect the asset, right? Like actually recognize if I can't function well, my family can't function well, my business can't function well. So when you get hit with that, it becomes pretty like, Oh, that gets you in the heart of, for you, you're sharing your why, right? Like I want to be the mom I want to be. If I want to be the business owner, I want to be, if I want to be able to reach these goals that I want to reach, I have to be functioning at the most optimal level that I can and freeing up that headspace from the stress that comes when you're not thriving in those areas. So I'm just, I'm inspired by what you've done and how you've shared your journey as well, because it's also can be hard to share your health journey publicly because again, as we're talking about how we all have our own internal narratives, we do. And so when we Mm -hmm. see someone else changing things in their life or, you know, it can trigger things in our own mind of related to our body image and our beliefs, and it can be hard to change. So Mm -hmm. I just applaud you for the shifts you've made in your life. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Where can everybody find out more about you, get their hands on your brand new book? Tell us about the book. Give us all the places. Yeah. The book is called Well to the Core. And so my goal with that title was to just hone in on that. Like what is true wellness? Just like we've talked about here today, not superficial wellness, not a quick fix, not a short-term solution, but truly how to focus on wellness to your core 
and in ways that are really practical. Like anyone can do it, no matter what your budget is, no matter how busy your schedule is. And so that book is again, called Well to the Core. You can find it anywhere books are sold, or you can go to lindywell.com and you can find it there. And we also have a Pilates and wellness app where we focus on Pilates and breath work and nourishing recipes, but all from this approach of short, consistent workouts, focusing on not just what we want to fix, but how we want to feel and also being very aware of our language. So when you're talking about little kids in the room, my filter is always, we, I see pictures of our members all the time doing mm-hmm. workouts, climbing all over them. Nothing makes me happier. Kids even saying, mommy, can we do our Pilates together? But knowing too, that the language that's used in the workouts is what we talked about in today's episode, right? Because that's another thing. Like we talk about getting strong. We talk about caring for our body, not burning off last night's dinner or getting ready for bikini season. And those are little things that little ears will pick up. So that's a little side note, but that's, I spend my time doing that, helping people do that from home. And then I'm excited to share this new book as well. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This was such a treat. Thank you, Jenna. So fun to talk to you. I absolutely love today's conversation. I thought it was so powerful. And I love this more holistic approach to health and wellness that we are now seeing. I think it gives us this way to look at our bodies and our lives and our businesses and our families through a whole different lens. And I absolutely love it. I know on my own personal journey, I've had to shift the narratives and the self-beliefs in order to find things that bring me joy, that make me feel good. I hope today's episode inspired you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Gold Digger podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. And if you're willing to take a minute to leave a review, it means the absolute world to me. And it helps me get incredible guests just like Robin on the show. Have an incredible day. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.